Giants fans, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Only a Giant. Obviously, you know, I haven't recorded here too much in the in the recent past here. Just a lot going on um, in my life and, uh, you know, new job and really just keeping me pretty busy. So podcast has fallen a little bit on the backseat here, but definitely looking to get back into it here. Don't want to don't want to stop doing it. Love doing it. Want to get back into it a little bit more. Try to consistently get one out each week here. Um, so yeah, kind of here to, you know, let's talk about the giants. Let's, uh, vent a little bit probably and go from there and, and just, you know, Hey, it's still football season. Still got to love it. So, you know, really, really not going to complain too much, but obviously, you know, the state of the giants at this point, not where we expected, uh, things to be and is what it is. You know, we can't control that. Uh, but at this point though, really just kind of got to ride the wave and, and see what happens. So you know, we'll just jump right into, you know, the Monday night football game, uh, came in kind of had some weird expectations on that game. I think just because, you know, we're coming off a bye, uh, we just beat the Raiders. So it was a pretty good win and we were let down pretty, pretty bad. You know, we had two weeks to draw up an offensive game plan, two weeks to draw up a, a defensive game plan too. Uh, can't can't forget that side of the ball. And both sides just severely underperformed, uh, looked bad. You know, Daniel Jones didn't play great. Uh, just all around bad. You know, not a, not a lot of good that came out of that game. Offensively, you know, probably not going to be a dead horse with this here. Uh, we'll talk about Garrett in a little bit. But the offense looked horrible. Um, offensive line played pretty bad. You know, uh, Andrew Thomas didn't have a great game, but he still played pretty good. You know, he wasn't an issue at all with, with what we had going on. Um, Mascara didn't play great. <laughs> Billy Price didn't play great. Will Hernandez probably had the worst game of his life with the Giants. And, you know, Solder is Solder. Uh, he gets pushed around. He gets bullied. Um, he looks bad. You know, I just, I don't really see how he starts. That still boggles my mind a little bit. I'd much rather have Pert in there and develop him or find out that he that he isn't something that, you know, is, is going to work here and, and move on. Uh, but we need to figure out what's going on with Pert, why he's not starting, why Nate Solder is. You know, at this point, you know, just some of the plays you sit there and watch with Pert or sorry, with Solder look horrible. And I don't really understand how you can really say that he's the best option at right tackle. Um, offensively, as far as like scheme, um, you know, bad couple nice little wrinkles mixed in, but a lot of it too, just seems like timing. Uh, you know, you have that Brian Baldinger, uh, play breakdown of, I believe it was a third down where Daniel Jones, uh, is getting a three man rush into his face and everyone else has dropped back into coverage. Uh, could have been a decent play. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of drags going across the field, all hitting into the same spot in the field, right into the teeth of the zone. Play call or the play itself, maybe not a bad play, but the time that it was called was bad. Uh, there was no leak out, no no check down on that. I think it was like third and short. So if, had we had a check down there, Jones may have been able to check that down and get the first down anyway. Uh, but we ran the play right into the teeth of the zone, and obviously we saw what happened. It just not good. Uh, Kenny Galladay gets two targets. Uh, Tony actually had quite a bit of quite a few targets i believe i think he may have had 12 targets um but it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel like we tried to use him really um 
the couple of times that he did kind of make a play, uh, it was good to see. And, you know, you can see the electricity that he creates. Um, but then you don't go back to him. Uh, you know, Saquon, yes, I know he's coming back from from an injury. At some point, though, you got to take the training wheels off. You got to realize that this guy is a pro and, and we need a running game. Uh, you know, it's kind of beating a dead horse there, too. Uh, something I said multiple times last year. Uh, with Wayne Gallman, when we were finally starting to commit to the run, we started winning games. Weird. Weird how that works. Um, y- you probably want to see a little bit more out of Evan Ingram. Yes, I know it kind of seems like he's getting phased out of the offense, and that's that's fine if that's the case. But he's still a weapon. Um, still at least should get a target or two. Um, and, and I think he did have a target or two, but really just really quiet. No deep shots. Uh, another issue with this offense, you know, it's so easy to get sucked up defensively when we don't take any shots down the field. We have one of the fastest guys in the NFL and John Ross, and we don't target him down the field. It's just just, uh, just mind-boggling, really. Um, <clears throat> what else? You know, defensively, same story, different day. You know, we thought this was going to be a strength of the defense or a strength of the team, I should say. Um, where we would be able to really lean on the defense to create some pressure, uh, get us the ball back, and that hasn't happened all year. Um, it's been such a bend don't break defense. It's it's worked in a couple of games. You know, uh, the Raiders was a good case where it kind of worked well. I guess you could sit here and say the Panthers game was was another case, but I think that was more you know Sam Darnold making some mistakes, some turnovers that really worked in our favor. Um, but when you have a, a, a good team, uh, that bend break defense just doesn't work. Tom Brady takes that check down every time that's there. And the times that we, we did try to man up, um, he he beat it. So I hated the defense. Um, you know, there are a couple of lucky plays in there, I would say, uh, that, that really helped. Uh, you know, the pick with Adoree Jackson, who's actually had a pretty good year. Uh, I have a little bit more faith in him than I do with, with Bradbury. Um but something has to change with this defense. You know, at this point, we're three and seven, um, 11 weeks into the NFL, uh, into the season. And I don't see it. You know, I, I don't see what we saw last year. I know, you know, it takes a little bit to develop and, and it takes some time. But everything that, that seemed to, to be the case going into this year was that we were going to be a little bit more attacking. Um, a little bit more man press, be able to generate a little bit more pressure, scheme up pressure. And that's the difference this year. You know, we haven't really been able to scheme up pressure. Yes, we've gotten some some sacks from, you know, Aziz Ojolari. Yes, we've gotten some sacks from uh, Leonard Williams. But where else? Where else is it coming from? And the answer is that just it isn't. You know, <laughs> games with uh, teams with a halfway decent offensive line uh, it just it's we're getting zero pressure and then you throw in you know guys are 10 yards off yeah it's it's going to be pretty easy to hit the underneath stuff move down the field now where we have been pretty good is in the red zone you know a lot allowing teams to you know have field goal attempts over uh scoring touchdowns but brady picked us apart so i'm a little confused on you know having two weeks to develop this this identity this this plan and where was it? What was it? Because that that didn't work. You know, as a fan, I could have told you that that plan wasn't going to work. So I'm not sure what's up with the Patrick Graham. I'm not sure um, where the 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 creativity, the disguises are coming from. 
maybe things got thrown off a little bit with Logan Ryan all of a sudden being out. I know he's he's a big part of that defense and, and big part of the communications. Um, but that defensive plan didn't work. The scheme didn't work. Nothing worked about it. It was kind of funny getting to like the halfway point of the game, halftime, down 10 to 17. And I'm like, oh my God, we're in this game. But it doesn't feel like it. You know, and it's rare for the Giants to to feel that way, or for for as a Giants fan to feel that way. Um, but it's just bad, you know. Um, e- even though we were only down a score, just it didn't feel like there was a lot of life with the team, and it was an ugly loss, you know. And and we've had a couple of those. The Rams were was a good case, you know, thirty eight to eleven. They just pounded us. Uh, the Chiefs, you know, really was a game that we should have won. Um, the Falcons. I don't know if we even want to talk about that. Um, so a lot of games where just things just aren't clicking, you know. But then we have those sparks, and that's one of the one of the big things I can say about the Giants this year right now. It seems like we're that we're that person out there camping who doesn't want to use a lighter, and they want to try to start the fire with a flint and flint and tinder or however you do that, and they just keep hitting the rock and keep hitting the rock with the flint and and getting some sparks, getting some sparks. You think you almost have it. Another spark here, another spark there. And then it it doesn't, the fire doesn't light. That's how the Giants feel right now. You know, we keep seeing little sparks, keep seeing some good. You know, the Saints game, a good win at the time, 27-21. You know, Saints aren't what the Saints um, were then. You know, they at least had their quarterback. Um, but that was still a good win. You know, they, they still have a lot of good pieces. They're still a, a relatively decent team. Um, you have the Panthers where, you know, 25 to three, you know, just a good game, a good win. You feel good about it. And then you come back with the chiefs loss. Then you come back with the Raiders, you know, good win, good win. Um, in, you know, kind of a dominant win, but you had the other games mixed in the, the Rams drubbing the Falcons game where, you know, should have been a game that we lost the Washington game where, you know, we just find a way to lose. Uh, even the Broncos really from the start, you know, just a lot of bad, uh, mixed in there with just a few sparks where I just feel like we're almost there, but we just can't seem to get over the hump. Maybe things will change and maybe things will get better, but we'll get to that in one more second, because there's actually one other thing I want to bring up, you know, defensively. Yes. Scheme hasn't been great. We haven't been playing great defensively. You know, you definitely thought that was going to be the the unit of the the team that was going to carry the offense and really hasn't been the case. Uh, there has been some good games. You know, I, I don't want to downplay that completely and say that there isn't because there has been good games. But the defense has played bad. Um, yes, you know, Blake Martinez out for the year. Um, you know, Jabril Peppers out for the year. Missing some other, you know, key players here and there. But the biggest reason... Other than pass rush, which we already kind of knew to to a point was going to be lacking. Yes, you know, Leonard Williams, everyone wants to say they expect more out of him, but he's actually been playing great. So I have no qualms with him. Um, But it's more about, you know, scheming up the pass rush with, um, you know, Quincy Roche and Aziz Ojolari, who has been able to get some pressure. Yes, that's still an issue and that's got to be addressed. But the other, the, the main thing to me that's been the biggest letdown this year is James Bradbury. Guy has not had a good year. Uh, he has just looked bad. You know, I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure. 
um, if it's scheme and, and the fact that he's just playing so off people where maybe he wants to be a little bit more in that press man, which we thought we were going to do this year. I'm not sure, but he has not looked good. You know, he's, he's been not a great corner on this team. Um, I, I do think Adoree Jackson's been, been playing much better than him. And there, that's a concern. You know, I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe he's dealing, dealing with a lingering injury. Um, Tom Brady made him look like a fool. Micah Evans made him look, look like a fool, which they're good players, you know, and, and you can't completely blame him for that. There's there's going to be the ups and the downs. Brashad Perryman blew by him, made him look like a fool. And, and just all year, he really has not played great. He's had multiple chances for interceptions, and he's dropped them uh, the times that he has had, had a chance. He just hasn't played good. And it's a little concerning because, you know, we pushed a lot of his salary back. He's got a lot of guaranteed next year, I think. Um so he's, he's going to be here next year. You know, after that, he, he might not be. Uh, but you got to hope that he can kind of rebound here at some point and, and come up with some, uh, come up with some something, I guess, you know. <clears throat> so that's really kind of what I want to talk about defensively. You know, Xavier McKinney has definitely, definitely made some strides and he's looked pretty good. Um, you know, the, I guess the next thing that we'll really talk about is, um, you know, the Jason Garrett firing. Uh, which was the right move Um, a little late, but is what it is. You know, there has been rumblings that Garrett was kind of forced on judge or even to the point where, you know, maybe judge wanted to make a, make a move early in the year and and was turned down. I'm not really sure, Um, but clearly not a match, Uh, clearly not a fit in what judge has been looking to do. And you can even kind of look, look back at like all the coaches, Judge has hired literally every coach he's had a tie with. Um, you know, Patrick Graham, uh, Shaplinsky, or, or whoever the quarterback coach was, Freddie Kitchens, um, Sale, the offensive line coordinator. Um, and, and the people that have, I guess, come in with really li- little ties to Judge, Mark Colombo, uh, Jason Garrett, uh, just never seemed to click. You know, the. Colombo was fired pretty quickly um, into the into his year one, really, you know, um, being with the Giants. And then, you know, Garrett's never really fit. You know, the offense doesn't fit. He doesn't fit. He doesn't really fit into, like, the judge coaching tree, if you will. Um, judge had to make a change, um, and I'm glad they, they finally let him make that change. Feels a little bit like a scapegoat. You can't really argue with that. Uh, but it's one of those situations where like, yeah, maybe it was a scapegoat. Maybe, maybe Garrett is the scapegoat, but it had a change. I mean, you can't be a Giants fan, watch that offense and tell me that that's not the, one of the most outdated, awful offenses you've watched. Uh, I'd, I'd much rather have a, a, uh, <laughs> a, a, oh man, who am I trying to think of? Well, I guess we could just say I'd rather have a Freddie Kitchens offense, and that's probably what we're what we're you know going towards here. Uh, but what I was trying to think of is, is a Ben McAdoo offense. I'd rather have a, a, a Ben McAdoo offense, a Pat Shermer offense, um, offenses where we were actually, Kevin Gilbride, where we were able to push the ball downfield. Um, a little bit of creativity mixed in with, with some deep shots here and there uh, to kind of keep, keep the defense honest. And the ability to commit to the run game, which is something that we just haven't been able to do. We did it a little bit last year with Wayne Gallman towards the end of the year, and we were getting wins out of it. But it's just so confusing to me that like we're we're not doing it any other time. Um, you know, Booker's ran pretty well for us when he's run the ball, um, 
Barkley's Barkley. You know, I know he hasn't really been healthy, but I think it's time to start giving him the ball and let him earn earn his money, earn earn his reputation here. Or, you know, start giving the ball more to Booker and, and see what happens. I don't know. Um, so it had to happen. You know, it sounds like it's a mixture of a Freddie Kitchens play calling mixed in with probably, you know, Sale having some input, Judge having some input, maybe the offensive... Uh, um, quarterbacks coach will have an input. Maybe Tyke Tyke Tolbert will have some input. You know, he was interviewed last year for offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, I believe. So maybe maybe there's kind of a combination, a, a group effort. Is is kind of like what it sounds like. Now, obviously, there's only going to be one person calling the plays, and my assumption at that point is still probably Freddie Kitchens. But we'll find out. You know, we'll find out on on Sunday against the Eagles. So yeah, a little bit of a scapegoat. But the right move uh, bought Judge a little bit of time because he can, you know, kind of really look at this as, hey, man, you know, it had to happen. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a, a setback, but it's what had to happen. Um, you know, a little setback to move forward. Hopefully the offense can show it. Um, and that'll be that'll be key here, you know, um, coming into this Eagles game against against the Giants is the offense showing the ability to move the ball, to push the ball downfield. Uh, to have a little bit of sense of the flow of the game. And that's one thing I think uh, Garrett lacked. You know, no no sense of the flow. A play works and you don't see it again. Um, or, you know, you, you, you find Evan Ingram over, over the middle open and you don't go back to it. And I'm not even necessarily saying you want to keep feeding Evan Ingram the ball because we saw that last year. But it just seems like there's no flow. There's no, ooh, this is working. Let's attack there a little bit more. Or... Um, or, hey, maybe this isn't working. Maybe we should, you know, kind of transition away from that. No second half adjustments. And that's been my biggest issue with Jason Garrett, other than the curls um, and the dumb, you know, third down calls and, and fourth down plays. He runs some okay trick plays, um, which you do kind of like to see because we haven't really had that too much before. Um, but they, they aren't really working. You know, the design's good, but it's, it's about the game flow, I think, like, you have a couple times where you, you like Tony throwing the ball and, and this and that kind of happening, but you're not getting anywhere with it. You know, it looks nice, uh, but Tony's got to throw the ball away or maybe he takes the check down because it's, it's not sold enough uh, to, to be, to be uh, relevant or, you know, to really buy into what it is. And I think that comes down to flow of the game. So <clears throat> it had to happen and we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, you got to hope, Tony gets some more targets. You got to hope uh, Kenny Galladay gets some more targets. And honestly, I really liked what Judge said uh, Monday night. I've been a little bit of a critic of Judge, and I don't know if he's the coach of the future. You know, had you had I had I said that to myself beginning of the year, I would have been like, "Dude, shut up." <laughs> but I don't know what Judge is at this point. I think we'll find out a lot about Judge the rest of the way here because he has his guys now calling calling everything. Um, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, let's get, I guess, a little bit into the Eagles game, uh, a little bit of a preview here. Um, I was actually just on a stream with, uh, let me pull this guy up here, um, 
JC Eagles talk uh, was a, a blast. Honestly, big uh, big Eagles content creator uh, does a lot of streaming, uh, which which kind of was fun, you know. And honestly, maybe I'll I'll try to get into a little bit of streaming here at some point. I think maybe that would be a, a good route to go. Uh, he was informative. He was uh, you know it's it, it's tough when you when you have kind of a Giants Eagles thing going on because you know the trash talk can can kind of flow. Um, but he was cool, man. We had a, we had a blast talking. Uh, definitely something I would check out. If, if you haven't already, um, but I was on with him and, and, you know, biggest thing he was saying with the Eagles right now is they're committing to the run. And that scares me, you know, against the giants. I think teams can run if they want, they've kind of been able to do whatever they want to do. Uh, but the times that they're running, they're able to get the running game going. And if Jalen hurts can run the ball, we're going to be in for a, a tough, tough game. Uh, you know, and I don't want to say that I want to say that this is a winnable game, um, which it is, you know, it's an NFC East game. Those are always, always going to be games that are winnable. Um, but what I fear is Jalen Hurts running all over us um, and no no answer on, on defense. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in the defense right now to stop Jalen Hurts running the ball. Uh, what I would do probably is is the key to the defense, I think, is, is kind of try to load up the box, but not in your traditional sense. I think, you know, I'm not saying load up the box to pass rush. Uh, I'm saying load up the box, but scheme it. You know, supposedly we're really good at scheming. Patrick Graham is really smart. Scheme up the box, load up the box, but have players dropping out, be unpredictable, um, but really focus on the run. Uh, focus on Jalen Hurts. You know, if he's doing any of that RPO stuff, uh, don't let him beat you. I'd much rather, and, and, and some people may remember this game, uh, Dallas 2016 game that I happened to be at with some of my friends. We did a great job that game of maybe I don't want to say stopping the run because I think the, the Dallas Cowboys stopped the run, run on their own by not feeding Zeke. Um, but we kept Dak in the in the pocket. And that was when he was you know really new, really kind of fresh in the league, still running the ball a decent amount as a quarterback as well. Uh, mobile, uh, but not accurate. And, and that's kind of how I view Hurts, um, kind of like that 2016 Dak where um, – he can hit some players, you know, he, he can make the throws, uh, but he's not completely accurate yet. He's, he's not completely evolved enough with a passing game to really be a threat in the passing game. So I think if we can kind of, you know, scheme up pressure, uh, scheme up that, that eight man box and, and be able to drop some people out and confuse them a little bit, I think we do have a chance. Um, and, and maybe, I'd like to say scoring points is imperative uh, because, you know, if we can get a lead, uh, at some point they're going to have to abandon the run. But I just don't have faith in, faith in the offense at this point to do that. So defensively, you, you got you to gotta keep uh, Hurts in the pocket. Let him, let him try to beat you through the air uh, because we know they can run the ball. And if they stick to the run, I think that's, that's going to spell trouble for the Giants. So that's, that's what I would do against them defensively. Offensively, you know, let me get a drink here. Ah, little Sam Adams, holiday white ale, pretty good. I like it. Okay, back to it here. So offensively for the Giants, you know the Eagles are always going to bring pressure. So it, we we kind of did this against them in the past, uh, where we did a lot of RPOs. We ran the ball with, with uh, Daniel Jones. I think we need to do kind of the same thing that I'm saying that the Eagles will probably do against us. We really need to establish the run 
I feel like a little bit of a broken record because I feel like I said that 90 times last year. But when we did that last year, we started winning games. <laughs> so why won't we do that? Um, so we need to establish the run. We need to establish that RPO. Um, we need to get Saquon moving. We need to get Booker moving if, if Saquon can't. Or we need to give Brightwell some carries and see what we have there. Um, regardless, we need to be able to run the ball. We need to be able to have Daniel Jones have some some RPO runs as well uh, because the Eagles notoriously uh, bit bite on those. So that's something we absolutely need to need to happen. Um, get some RPOs going. Uh, get the run game moving, and then that should help open up the passing game a little bit. You kind of want you know with the, the offensive coordinator, you kind of want like a deep shot right away to Galladay. So I kind of hope we see that on the first drive. Um, but really, this game I think is key to get the run game going. Uh, get some of the pressure off Daniel Jones with the pass rush. Uh, do it your your traditional way here. Use the run to establish the pass, not the pass to establish the run. So offensively, let's get that run game going. Let's let's get Barkley 15 to 20 carries. Uh, get uh, Booker if he plays another five five to ten. Uh, let Jones run a couple times. Let's throw, throw the ball. To, you know. 10 to 15 to 20 times. Let's let's not get crazy here. We don't need 34 or 40 pass attempts for Daniel Jones in this game. Let's run the ball. Not that complicated. So those are probably my keys to the game. You know, offensively, let's run the ball. Really, we got to focus on third down. Uh, let's make sure we're converting on third down. And then red zone. You know, red zone's been a big struggle. And that's something that needs to be corrected, and hopefully it will. But we'll see. You know, this is going to be a really interesting game. This is the first time we're going to see a new offense. And maybe a new offense isn't the right word because it's still going to be the same offense. It's just going to be called a little bit differently. Um, but it's exciting. You know, it's something that it'll be interesting to to see the the kind of the, the way Freddie Kitchens or Freddie Kitchens judge and, and, and Sale want to kind of do this offense. I'd love to see Pert come in and start because obviously Nate Solder just gets bullied around. Doesn't look good. So we hope for that as well. Um, with Pert, I just want to see change. You know, a lot of, a lot of change here. <laughs> it's sad as an offense or sorry, as a giants fan at this point, because I feel like everyone's so beaten down. Um, no one knows anymore. No one knows what the giants are. They don't have an identity. They don't have an offensive ide- identity. Their defensive identity is Ben don't break and against a good team. You just can't do that consistently, you know, unless players are playing better, I guess. Um, defensively, you know, try to stop the run early, try to get them out of their game plan um, and, and force Jalen hurts to start throwing the ball. I know they have some weapons. I know Devonta Smith has looked good. Um, you know, it makes you a little sad because obviously with the draft, that was someone I was, I was gunning for. Um, but make Hertz throw the ball. Uh, you know, we've done a pretty good job on tight ends the last, the last, well, really the whole season. Um, we did a good job on Kelsey. We did, we did a good job on Waller. Gronk really didn't do too much. Uh, you, you know, OJ Howard had a couple catches. Uh, so did uh, their other, their other, other tight end there. I can't think of his name, Cameron Bray. Um, but that's a kind of a, a rarity where they have really three good tight ends there. Um, so we've done a really pretty good job on, on, on tight ends this year. So, so force force the young quarterback Jalen Hurts into making some tough throws, uh, and that that's not saying let's run this bend don't break defense because I hate that. 
Um, it's nice if it works, but clearly it's not working. So get them into some passing downs, get them into some third and longs, uh, get a lead and, and see what happens. And I think that would be something that, you know, if we do that, I think we can win this game. Let's see what else. Really not a lot else, I guess, at this point. You know, it we're kind of in a weird spot as, as Giants fans right now where it's a it's a wait and see. You know, what's what's gonna change offensively? How much can change in six days um, from from firing Jason Garrett? You gotta hope a decent amount can change. And I do think that it can, um, but it's gonna be it's gonna be baby steps a little bit, I think, to start. Uh, you just got to hope you see some more shots downfield. I think if, if I see more shots downfield and some commitment to the run, commitment to getting our playmakers the ball, um, I think I'll feel happy out of this game no matter what happens, unless it's just a straight, brutal beatdown, then, then probably not a lot, a lot good is going to come out of that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with, with the game itself. Uh, score predictions for the game, man, you know, I said on on, on the, the streaming thing that I was just on earlier uh, with, with JC Eagles talk, I don't feel confident in this game. I think Eagles right now are just playing a little bit better football than us. And if they commit to the run, this is going to be a game that we're just, our defense is going to be on the field for, you know, 40 of the, of the 60 minutes. And it's just going to be ugly. Uh, so my prediction on this game is 21-17 Eagles win. Uh, don't love it. You know, just an ugly taste in my mouth or bad taste in my mouth at that point. Um, and I don't want that to be the case. But there's, a you know, a realistic side of this where it's NFC's football. It's it's going to be a dogfight. Um, I just don't feel good. That's all I got tonight, guys. You know, just wanted to get a little bit out here. I know it's kind of short, 30 minutes here. Um Looking to get a co-host in here at some point that may help, uh, you know, kind of create some more content, help a little bit with scheduling and, and kind of get things moving. Um, we'd love to do that if, uh, if anyone that's listening um, has some experience or, or just wants to, wants to give it a shot. I'd be happy to, uh, to give that a shot and, and maybe chat about it a little bit. So for now, guys, uh, feel free to follow me on Twitter, only a giant underscore 86. Give me a like, give me a subscribe, uh, you know. Everything helps. Uh, please do that for me if you don't mind. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a leave a rating. And for the time being, guys, let's freaking go. Let's get a win on Sunday. I don't feel great about it. But I know that sooner or later that fire is going to get lit. We're still trying to start that fire. We're out there camping. It's, it's getting dark. And, you know, we get that flint and we just keep banging away against the rock here and we're just trying to light that fire guys i think we're there man i i think we can do it we just got to do it judge has got to light a fire maybe this new you know offense here will will kind of be the be the thing the thing that does it i do still have faith in judge i think he can be our coach long term but he's got to show it and these next what seven games it's got to show a lot you know i if we win one more game the rest of the year, there's a good chance Judge is not here next year. It's a good chance Gettleman isn't here. There's a chance Jones isn't here at that point either. So we need something here. We need we need you know we're three and seven right now. If we could get five wins out of the next seven games, 
boy, that would, would go a long way towards showing that we're moving in the right direction because we haven't been. Anyway, guys, I know I already said I'm leaving once, so let's do it. Let's get a win on Sunday. I know I didn't predict it, but I still think it can happen. Let's not be so negative as Giants fans. Let's embrace the team here. Let's freaking go. Let's go.